I'll let you in on a little secret. Reaching your revenue goal won't change your life, but hitting your profit goal, that absolutely will. If you want to build a life-first business this year, you need to create more margin, both in your finances and in your schedule. If you're ready to double down on profit-generating strategies that actually work so you can work four-day weeks, go on real vacations, or even take the summers off, you won't want to miss this. In my free masterclass, Double Your Profit While Working Less, you'll learn exactly how to set your business up to scale so you can give yourself a raise, create a clear plan for how to work that dream schedule, and step into your CEO era, the one where you and your business aren't just surviving, but thriving. You can grab this free masterclass at www.jadeboyd.co backslash double your profit masterclass or go to the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. We don't want to be subject to an algorithms or an AI generated insight into your body. We have been taught to ignore our body our whole lives. It's why most of us only feel from the chest up. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA business minimalist and productivity coach who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. I am so excited to bring you this episode today. I knew that this was going to be an amazing conversation, but honestly, it was so much more impactful and helpful for me personally than I could even have imagined it to be. And I hope that it's the same for you. Um, I've known Jada for a while and um, we have some mutual friends in the entrepreneurial world and have heard her speak a couple of times. And I'm always just blown away by the insight and her ability to voice things and to word things in a way that is so helpful and also makes you think so differently. And today we're touching on some topics that have become more popular over the past, I would say, five years. The idea that as women managing businesses and focusing on productivity in a way that's in line with our menstrual cycles and the way that we operate and the way that our bodies are changing in our cycles is kind of a new idea, which is honestly surprising, but something that's become more and more common to talk about and think about. And I've listened to a lot of resources on this topic in the past and have been diving into my own productivity journey and how to lean into the natural rhythms that I have instead of trying to fight against them. But this conversation kind of took everything to a next level. It was one of the most helpful conversations that I've had. And like I said, I'm so incredibly excited to share this one with you. So without further ado, I'll let us dive into this episode with Jada Dobesh. Welcome to the podcast, Jada. Thanks for having me. This feels so magical to be here. I always love hearing you speak anytime in the past or any podcast episode that you've been on. I feel like you just have a way with words. And like I said, before we hit record, I am so curious myself to hear what you have to say on some of these questions, even though I've heard you speak before. So I'm really excited to dig into this. Great. Let's do it. Yeah. So why don't you start by introducing yourself and just giving a little bit of history into how you started your business and what you do today? 
Great. So I am the owner and founder of Sela Space. It's a holistic wellness co-op in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It is pronounced Sela, not Sela, not Salah, you know, lots of other things. And it comes from the word that you'll see in the Psalms if you're looking. And some of the newer versions of the Bible don't show this, but there's a word like off to the side, which is Selah in some of the Psalms. And that it means to pause, take a breath, take in what happened here. Mm. And that's kind of what the space is all about is to come in and take some time to come into who you are, uh, to come into your body, to come into Uh, the reality of what's going on in your life to heal from what was and move forward into what will be. What I do in this space is um, I call myself a spiritual healing facilitator. And what I mean by that is I don't feel that I do the healing, but that I make space for you to heal yourself, for the Holy Spirit to heal. And I do that through many facets now. It just kind of keeps growing and growing. But I started as a spiritual director. And what that means is I listen in a way where I'm listening to you and the Holy Spirit at the same time Mm -hmm. and giving direction based off of that information. I started, I finished that degree in 2019. um, And was working with um, a client who was dying. And I was just heartbroken over that and wanting to help, but I was just sitting across from her listening. And I know that that's mm. got value and that's that's great and that's important. But I, I was just like, God, you got to let me get my hands on her. Like he gave me something where I don't have to feel so helpless when my clients are suffering. And then he put someone who is a spiritual director and a Reiki practitioner in my face. And I was like, this, this is it. Because Reiki Mm -hmm. gives me this ability to lay my hands and pray in a a different way and to invite in healing in a different way than just listening allows. And now I'm also certified in brain spotting and um, a couple other like small certifications. And so we just do whatever the spirit moves us to do. And it's it's crazy. And one of those one of those things I'm not actually certified in this, but I've been studying it for two years now is a woman's body, uh, womb healing and coming to understand your body and its natural cyclical nature and how to live your life more aligned with the feminine part of who you are. Mm. So let's dive right into that because the last time I heard you speak in person was in Sioux Falls in 2021. I think it was two years ago. And you were talking about masculine versus feminine energy. And it was the first time that I had heard somebody talk about the differences between the two things. Like, of course, Mm -hmm. we heard there's differences between men and women and we experienced that. Yeah in our everyday lives, but it was the first time somebody had explicitly pointed out, this is masculine energy and what it looks like. And this is feminine energy. And specifically for business owners, it was very eye-opening for me personally. So can Mm. you talk a little bit about what those two types of energy are and as business owners, like how they show up for us? Yes, absolutely. So masculine side, I want to be very clear, first of all, that, that we all have masculine and feminine traits. Um, both are wonderful, but one is praised over the other in our culture. 
Mm-hmm. And so we're taught to lean into our masculine side if we want to be successful, right? Uh, the masculine side is doing and producing and productivity. It's boundaries and structure and systems. It is um, speaking over listening. It is giving over receiving. It is mm-hmm. hot over cold. And so all of those kinds of things, being an authority, being a leader, pushing, driving force, being really productive, being ambitious, all of those things leans into that masculine side. And that's really helpful in a lot of ways. That's wonderful. When we become imbalanced, when we choose that over the feminine constantly, we become burnt out because our feminine nature needs things like being rather than doing and relationship and listening over speaking. We need we need people that are creative, that are more detail oriented. The feminine energy has something called diffused awareness. And this is how you always know where the ketchup is in the fridge and your husband doesn't. right? Because we're a little bit aware of everything at the same time, even things that we're not looking directly at. And that is a feminine skill, feminine energy skill. Whereas the masculine, they are laser focused on what is in front of them. And we see that all the time. Mm. It is receiving, it's creating space, it's choosing relationships. This is tend and befriend. This is, um, and you see that in female-owned businesses. We're concerned about how customers feel. We're concerned about the relationship building. We're concerned about showing up online and engaging a community. That is all our really feminine energy. And rest is a feminine energy as well. So specifically talking about productivity, I feel like what is typically taught in the productivity space, granted, there are there's a lot of masculine energy in yeah. the productivity space, yeah. but a lot of the common strategies and tips and resources, they come with a lot of need for masculine energy to actually use them effectively. Mm-hmm. And so specifically diving into that specific um, skill, mm-hmm. I guess, of being mm-hmm. productive mm-hmm. in your mind, what does that look like to focus on being more productive while leveraging more feminine energy? Yeah. So the masculine side of the world is how do we be productive every day? How do we maximize mm-hmm. every day? Um, we make it the same, right? So we get up at the same time every day and we we do this morning routine that is very structured and then we exercise and then we go and we we do the same things every day and we have a clean desk and we we push on everything, right? And then we start over the same every day. We got a 24-hour rhythm. And productivity for me and my feminine and learning how to live in my cycle is realizing that I don't live linearly in this 24-hour, like our calendars block off, right? When we open Mm -hmm. up our planner, we've got the hours lined up right? And we we fill those in and then it starts over the next day. Mm-hmm. I live in a circle and I have 28 days to accomplish what needs to get done. And I have specific skill sets in each phase of my cycle that actually enhance my ability, my productivity, my skill set. And it actually makes me so much more efficient because I'm not spending that time going, man, I am just dragging today or I am not feeling up to the task that I've assigned for mm-hmm. myself, right? You quit f- swimming upstream and you go with the river instead. Mm-hmm. 
And when you realize that you've got 28 days, we're not, it's not a race. We're not in a rush. We don't have to finish it by five o'clock, especially when we're business owners and we get to decide and we're in charge of all of this. Mm-hmm. Your deadlines, you're making them. You're deciding what the deadline is. And I I catch myself doing this all the time. I'm I'm wanting to launch two programs in the next month and a half. And I like I want to get this done and it's just not lining up with my cycle to force it this way. And when mm-hmm. I realized that, oh, I will feel like writing a million emails, but not today. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit that phase in my cycle where I am so communicative and I'm articulate and I'm passionate and I have the energy and the the brain function to sit down and hammer those out. And it's, it's gonna be amazing. Easier. It's just easier. Mm-hmm. And when you can lean into that, then it's like, oh, okay. Well, I also have tasks today that I'm going to be great at. It just might not be what I thought I should put on my to-do list. Right. I think it's hard to even get to that point where you realize that that's what's happening in your body. Because I think it's so easy, especially if you're not super familiar with your cycle or what's actually happening in your body, to actually notice how you're feeling and to stop pushing yourself to get the same amount of work done every single day. Mm -hmm. Because it honestly... For me, it took me a long time to realize that. And I was feeling so broken. Like, what's wrong with me? Everybody else does this, obviously. Mm. No, everybody else is like, why am I not able to do it today? I'm going to stand in the kitchen and eat saltines and (laughs) like scroll Instagram and then be hard on myself for not being done with my to-do list, right? Mm -hmm. We all do that. And, And part of that is the expectation that we've created to be the same every day. This is why we're part of the birth control generation, right? Like birth control shuts down your hormone function so that you can be the same every day. Mm-hmm. And so there are major benefits to that. We're, I'm not going to disagree with you. Like our, or with that, our, our world is really in favor of that. It's much more convenient for everybody else if we're the same every day, Yeah, but it's killing us. It's, slowly, this is why we're so stressed out. This is why we're exhausted. This is why we can mm-hmm. never catch up is because we're fighting against our infradian rhythm. Yeah. And I think as our culture in general doesn't mm-hmm. like slowing down or mm-hmm. being limited in any way or sacrificing productivity, it's hard to do. And so if there's a way not to do that, yeah, so easy. Yes, exactly. So let's dive into the actual four cycles and just mm-hmm. give a brief overview of what is actually happening in those 24 yeah. days. And I would love to hear for you, what are the types mm-hmm. of tasks or activities within mm-hmm. your business that you're trying to yeah. plan in each of those four stages? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the four phases of your cycle mirror the four phases, the seasons, four seasons of our weather. Um, so we first experience our follicular phase. This is springtime. It lasts, um, seven to 10 days. This is where you've got so much energy, so many brilliant ideas. You're feeling so creative. You are literally bursting. You are blooming and this can be really great, but you have to know how to harness it. Otherwise you feel erratic and Mm -hmm like you should probably get 
um, a diagnosis for ADHD and you should, (laughs) you feel crazy because it's Mm. so much energy coming off of your menstrual phase. And so we need to learn how to harness it. And so I like to not be on the couch these days. I don't like to sit with my clients these days. I don't like to sit at my computer these days. It's not going to happen. I love to run errands. I -hmm. love to clean. I love to organize. And because this is where you're, you're most brilliant at like ideas, this is where you can come up with great ideas. You're not executing any of them right now. Okay. Mm. You don't have the focus to execute them. Okay. So you're going to come up with a really great plan and you're just going to jot it down. And then you're going to go rearrange some furniture or clean out that drawer because that's what your energy is for right now. Think of spring cleaning. Think about getting outside, running some errands, whatever you need to do. I love to not sit still. Do you think this is the stage where a lot of people get um, exciting ideas and lose focus and start something new in their business? Yep. Yes, definitely. Yes. So aware of that. So what you want to realize, and this is really hard for me because I have such a sense of urgency and Mm -hmm. I love to just dive in and do it. So it's really hard for me to go, this is a really great idea that I'm going to execute over the next month or two. Mm. I'm usually like, let's do it. And I sit down and I start writing emails, right? Right. And that's not actually serving me well. It's working Mm -hmm. out. It works, but it is stressful. I think This is also part of the trend of buying digital courses or investing in things or new equipment or a new camera or a new software and getting so excited and then not using it. And I've never made that connection. So this is very helpful. (laughs) Yes. So you're going to want to just take that 7 to 10 days Let it be whatever it needs to be. And I obviously, I can't take the whole week off to not see clients, but I can schedule it so that I get to go take a walk in between or that I go for a walk on my lunch break or that I run errands in between or I don't see as many. Um, And so you get to play with this, right? There's not a like, I follow my cycle now, so I can't work these, like, we're not Mm -hmm. doing that. But how does it fit in with the work that we're doing and how can we supercharge what we're doing. Yes. Then ovulation is summer. This is short and sweet. Okay. It fades away so quickly. Don't, don't waste it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is where it is so fun. Your business is so fun. You, you want to network at this time. You want to interview people for a position at this time. You want to be on, you know, a live or you want to record your podcasts or you want to speak, set up speaking engagements, those kinds of things during ovulation. You're your most articulate and your most charismatic at this time. Mm. So you are very magnetic. This is where you want to book clients. This is where you want to schedule those things where you're schmoozing. This is the time it's going to be so effortless. And people are going to really be attracted to you at this time. How long does this one last? Typically? Three to five days. Okay. Short it's window. A very short window. Um, so if you're very introverted and you don't like to network or you don't like to go to, you know, community events or whatever, you're the most likely to tolerate it at this time. Mm, you're also, sense. you physically tolerate more 
at this time. So this is where caffeine is okay. Schedule your coffee dates. You're not going to feel as over-caffeinated if you have back-to-back coffee dates. Um, you tolerate alcohol best at this time as well. So if you huh. are getting drinks with drinks with a client or whatever, this is the time that you're going to want to do that. I'm taking furious notes right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is all so good. Um, other questions about ovulation? Oh, what I do during this time? Yeah. Um, I see clients. I push social media. I write my emails. So I like to like take the afternoon where you're normally going to feel groggy. You still have a lot of energy from that follicular phase. So you're not going to get as groggy in the afternoon at this time. That's when I sit down at my computer. I treat myself to a latte and I write out all those emails that I was thinking about. I get that plan started. I start talking about that offering um, because I'm so magnetic then. People are going Mm -hmm. to want to have something to do with it. So during the first phase, you're kind of planning out what's going to happen in the next month-ish, next 28 days at least. And then when you're in the second phase, you're actually batching all of that content, email, social media, and getting it out there. And as someone who hates batching, I am like, it just, it feels so restrictive to Mm -hmm. me. And I always resented it probably because I was doing it in the wrong phase of my cycle for so long. This is where you can batch it. This is where you can tolerate that, where you can sit down. You're going to definitely still want to exercise in this time. So get on your walking pad while you're doing it or go for a walk, take breaks, go do stuff. Maybe you need to break it up with client meetings or whatever, but you're going to be able to tolerate so much more here. You're also going to be most prone to forget lunch here. So Mm. do a really good job of taking care of yourself. Schedule a lunch meeting. So would you say that as opposed to the follicular stage where you're unfocused, that Mm -hmm. in ovulation you become hyper-focused? I wouldn't call it hyper-focused. That's more in the next phase, but you are so driven in the ovulation phase and so magnetic that you're, you're ready to talk about it. You're ready to engage with people. You're ready to write out those, that communication. Um, You're not going to want to sit down and do like organize a bunch of files or put together a program. Right. Yeah. But you are going to want to write the, the content for it. Yes. These are the days when my house feels like a prison. (laughs) Like I just need to get out. Get out. If it's to run errands. Yep. Yep, Yep. absolutely. I was also going to ask you, I know that some people teach about how to eat differently and how to exercise differently based on each phase. Are you into that as well? Mm -hmm. I'm big into that. Yep. So I don't like to overwhelm people. So I love to encourage people to start with beverages. In your follicular phase, if you like kombucha, that's the time. Otherwise, iced tea is great. Anything super hydrating. This is the phase where we are taking care of our skin and our gut health. So think about that. Add kimchi to your salad. Add sauerkraut to your dinner. Um, Drink kombucha. Drink tea. Stay uncaffeinated. If you feel erratic and too much energy, caffeine is not what you need. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So shoot for caffeine-free and eat fermented foods. In ovulation, you're going to, this is a great time to make a smoothie for lunch because you're going to forget lunch. Otherwise, cold foods are best for you in this time. And Mm. carbs are, you're like the, you're not going to want as many carbs during this time. Think about summer 
what would you eat in the summer? Right. Not a heavy hot pasta. Not a nope. Salad or um or a smoothie is a great time for this. And then coffee is great during this time. Iced uh doesn't matter. You can tolerate dairy best at this time, all of those things, and you can tolerate the caffeine. So go for it. Then in your luteal phase, you're going to want to be drinking things like peppermint tea, or if it's hot, you're gonna want like a do a club soda and add mint to it, mint and lime, those kinds of things. Uh, dark cherry juice is great for this phase. Think about how to nourish your body without overstimulating it. Mm. And this is where you're going to want to start roasting your veggies, um, go warmer. And we're also taking really good care of your tummy at this time because everything in the luteal phase slows down. So that means you're going to get constipated if you're not taking care of yourself. So this is where you choose broccoli, you choose cauliflower, kale, Brussels sprouts for dinner, and you roast them. And luteal is fall, autumn. Luteal is fall. That's right. Which makes sense. Warm foods, fall. Yes. Yep. Cozy I've never heard it described like that, but that makes it a lot easier because everything I've listened to in terms of how to eat differently, it's been very complicated in terms of breaking down micronutrients and the chemicals that are working in your body. And it has been overwhelming. But fall, warm foods, nourishment, slowing down. I love it. Exactly. Then, so in the luteal phase, that's um, 10 to 14 days long. She's a long one. Um, The first part, I kind of break it into two because this is where you feel really focused. You are ready to get stuff checked off your plate because you are preparing for winter. So this is where you do all of that stuff that you normally have a hard time sitting still and doing. Um, all of that back end work, clean out your inbox, all of those things where you can really hammer it out. Writing is great in this phase too, because you're getting more introspective, turning inward, um, Mm. softening, those sorts of things. Um, That second half of the luteal phase, that's where we, uh, where we would call it PMS, where you're going to be experiencing a lot more of your symptoms. You're going to be feeling crabby, you're going to be feeling not in the mood to do anything. That's okay. If you can finish up your tasks, you get to just call it, Mm -hmm. right? This is where you get to throw a nap in there. This is where you get to read a book for, um, you know, if you want to do some self-development or you want to take a course or you want to whatever, and just like cozy up on your couch. This is when you do that because you're not really in the mood. Mm-hmm. Don't schedule a meeting now. You're going to hate that person. Like, it's not going to be a fun time. This is where we we start to really wind down. And then in the menstrual phase, which is, um, that depends on who you ask. I say three to seven days. This is your bleed. What a lot of people don't know, it's the first full day of bleeding is your first menstrual phase day. Okay. So if you spot for a few days beforehand, that's still luteal. That also is leaning toward a hormonal imbalance and we can deal with that, but it's the first full day of your bleed until you're done bleeding. Now, if you're like me, those first heavy few days of bleeding are the worst, please stay home. You don't need to work. Take care of yourself. We used to live in tents at this time. Nobody did anything and Mm -hmm. you just worked really hard, like to your advantage so you could do nothing. Embrace the nothing. I hate the idea that rest is productive because it just 
is hustle culture in disguise, right? Mm. And it leans to the idea that like you have to earn it. No, rest is just critical. It just is. Necessary. It's just necessary. It is important. It is responsible. It is good for you. It's not productive. You're not going to feel good about it, especially if you have been pushing your whole life. Rest is going to feel like the most uncomfortable thing you could possibly Mm -hmm. do. Do it anyway. It's good for you. Because the more you can rest and release in the menstrual phase, the more you can skyrocket into that energy of follicular and ovulation, you'll ride that whole wave all the way back to menstrual and you won't burn out. So what does that phase look like for you in your business? Mm-hmm. Do you take those days completely yeah. off or what does rest look like as a business owner? So uh, I always think of it this way. The higher the stress level that month, the higher the self-care that month. Mm. If it's a highly stressful month, I'm taking those days off. If it's been pretty easy peasy, go with the flow, we're feeling good. I love to see clients during my menstrual phase because you're actually at your most wise during your menstrual phase. The corpus callosum, the gooey stuff between your thinking and feeling brains, right and left sides, is it grows during your bleed. You actually become more intelligent and more Mm. wise. So the idea that you're irrational because you're on your period, that's a lie. That's fascinating. You are less tolerant of BS during this time. So this is where the stuff that you were able to like let go because it's summer and ovulation and you're feeling great and whatever, that's because you're trying to make a baby. So your body goes, you know what? That's tomorrow's problem. Don't Mm -hmm. worry about it. We're trying to make a baby. But when you hit your menstrual phase, you're like, actually, these things aren't working for me and I need a change. So this is a really great time to reflect. This is a great time to do sort of an audit on your business. What's working really well and what's not? What do I need to change? Let's think about how that program went. Let's think about how that launch went. Let's think Mm -hmm. about your structure, your client systems, all of those things. Where are their kinks? Let me find them. And I'm going to deal with those. So it's kind of like doing that audit and reflection as a form of self-care. How can I take better care of myself always? But this is a specifically critical time where I'm more able, I guess, to think about this in a way Mm -hmm. that's actually caring for myself. Mm -hmm. And you're you're less tolerant of things, right? So things that you're like, "Mm, that wasn't so bad or that was pretty good or it's doing okay. you're going to feel that way for a lot of the month. And then that phase of the month is going to hit and you're like, no, this is horrible. I could do it so much better. Mm -hmm. So from a planning perspective, Mm -hmm. especially for people who don't have regular cycles where they can't map out on their calendar, what does this look like for you to plan in your business around this 28-day cycle Mm -hmm. where some days, I mean, maybe you're ovulating on the weekends and then it's like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. one or two days on a Monday and Friday. How does this look like um, just from a planning perspective? Yeah. So it is a, it's a circle. It's not four containers, right? Mm. So you're going to slide into each phase. There's going to be some overlap. It's going to be a lot smoother of transitions than we think of it, right? We, we organize it in four buckets, but it's a cycle. So even if you're not, you're ovulating like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Monday, you're going to feel that ovulatory Mm. 
energetic shift, right? And so this can feel like I need to reform everything about how I schedule. I need to change everything and I'm going to live my cycle now. Hold on. Like I said, start with changing your beverages. Start with telling your body it would be so great if you know, like I've got a trip coming up. I really don't want to be bleeding at that time. Talk to your body about that. It will shift. It will shift. It, your body is on your team. And we've been taught to think that our, our period is like this evil that we, that is just like thrust upon us once a month. And it's a super inconvenience and we hate it. And we just muddle through. It's about to pounce. Yes. In actuality, our body is on our team. It wants us to be successful. So when we can talk to our body and listen to our body, we can actually change our flow as it needs to. I shift about halfway through the year. So your cycle also follows the phases of the moon. Um, And so half the year I will bleed with the new moon, which is like how we're going to describe it as like normal. That's the, the matching pattern of things. Um, And about halfway through the year, it switches so that I bleed with the full moon. And I haven't really totally figured out why I do that. But I think it's, I think it really comes down to like what I need throughout the year shifts. Um, Mm. And so my body is just really working for me to line everything up. In the fall, I have a lot more speaking engagements, a lot more networking things. um, And then I'm actually with my kids a lot as well, because there are so many days off of school in the winter and there, you know, so different things are required of me than versus in the spring and summer. Mm -hmm. So it's been really cool to watch my body move with that. And I say all of that because it can feel like you really, like you're a riddle to figure out. You just have to, like, once you figure this out, it's all going to snap into place. What I want you to think of it as instead is, what can I focus on first? So first, I'm just going to not drink coffee unless it's good for me to drink coffee. Oh, I forgot to say, in your menstrual phase, this is winter. Soup is your best friend. Bone broth is your best friend. Um, Decaf coffee is your best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, That nourishing latte you want that. You just don't want the caffeine because it's working against the rest you need. Mm. So it's not a punishment to not have the coffee. It's an invitation to rest. It's an invitation to be sleepy. Um, And what you want to work on in those times is the reflection and all of that you can do at home. Do it from your couch. Do it from your bed. If you don't have to be in the office, don't. Be your best friend here. Just for mm-hmm. those first two days, because then after that, however, if however long you continue to bleed, it's you're going to feel better. Right. And some of us who have that really strong PMS phase, when you start bleeding, it's like, oh, sweet relief. Finally, I immediately feel better. Like, let's go mm-hmm. take that rest anyway and then move on and mm-hmm. and get into that, um, you know, tweaking what isn't working journaling, processing, do I still love my job? Do I need to hire somebody? What would, if I could change something, what would it be? And you're communicating all of that to your body. What we want to do is start with one or two things a month that you can change. Start with beverages, then add veggies for your cycle, then add content planning, 
then tweak when you see clients, then tweak when you say yes to speaking engagements, then tweak, you know, Mm -hmm. add one thing after another. And when you're paying attention to your body, this magical thing happens where the world agrees with you. So suddenly you'll find like, okay, I'm paying attention to when I'm ovulating and when I'm bleeding and all of those things. Now also I have a a request for a speaking engagement on my ovulation day. Mm. It's just, and it's awesome. Like that, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe that would have happened either way, but it's such a victory to notice that. And like, it's such a celebration of you honoring your body and the world honoring it with you. You did ask, what if I don't have a regular cycle or what if I have a lot of clients missing organs, reproductive organs, so it's harder to track. If you don't have a regular cycle, there's healing to be done there and I would love to help you with that. It's not awesome if you're not bleeding every month. You might mm. think that that's great. It's it's really not good for you. You mm. need that release. So let's get that figured out. But if you don't have ovulation, if you don't have um, a menstrual bleed, you don't have the organs that you need to do those things, that's okay. What we're going to do, because you still have womb energy, you still have ovulation energy, you still have a feminine body, we follow the phases of the moon. And so this is where you would follow the new moon is when I'm menstruating. I count out three to seven days and you feel how your body feels. And then I move into follicular. That's the waxing moon. The full moon is ovulation. The waning moon is luteal. So what is your favorite way to actually track this for somebody who's never tracked their cycle and are bleeding regularly, semi-regularly? What Mm -hmm. are some of your favorite resources or tools? Yes. Everybody is going to think that they want to use an imp. And if you are not familiar with your own body, please don't use an app. An app is a great tool to add in once you know how to listen. Mm. But apps are very suggestive. So apps are going by the average and they're going to say, hey, PMS is coming and you're going to go, yeah, I am crabby. And that might not even be true. Right. Okay. So we don't want to be subject to an algorithm's or an AI-generated insight into your body. We have been taught to ignore our body our whole lives. It's why most of us only feel from the chest up. We have to come into our body and start paying attention. How I like to do that is paper calendar because that gives you the chance to really listen and track what your symptoms are. So um, my favorite way to just start this is print out a free monthly calendar and start tracking, start on your bleed because we usually know what that means. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a uterus, but you still ovulate and you can feel that ovulation, start with ovulation. Um, If you're feeling incredibly anxious right now and you just finished your bleed, yep, you're follicular. Great. Go from there, right? And you start tracking your symptoms. Write down that like, I felt really joyful today or I felt really stressed today or I'm bloated, I'm crabby, I have a headache, breast tenderness, acne. All of these things are communicating to you where you're at in your cycle. Track whatever comes up for you. And you guess, right? So like we said, it's seven to 10 days for follicular, three to five for ovulation. 
10 to 14 for luteal and three to seven for menstrual. Go in the middle and go, okay, I stopped bleeding about six days ago. I'm probably just about in my ovulation phase. You're just guessing. You'll be able to narrow it down as you focus. This is the long game. You're not going to have this figured out today. Mm -hmm. Give yourself time to track. I also love to, I created oils for each phase of your cycle. And I love these one, because they help with the symptoms that you experience in each of those phases, but two, because it helps you track. You have to know where you're at to apply the right oil. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really good reminder to not ignore yourself, to not ignore your body, to pay attention. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing like the follicular one, for example, would Mm -hmm. help with anxiety and those types of symptoms. So everyone is different. I love that. Yes. And it's a lot of fun. They smell great. Ovulation is very florally and romantic and it helps you get in the mood and it helps with um, ovulation cramping and all of those kinds of things as well. So each oil does something different, something unique, something that you need. Another really big thing is it helps you to see that you have needs. So many of us love to ignore what's actually happening in our body. You start paying attention and you go, oh my gosh, everything is wrong with me. I have Mm -hmm. 8,000 symptoms I didn't know I had. Don't panic. You've Mm -hmm. had them the whole time. Nothing has changed. We just want to start paying attention. And actually a lot of those will go away just from the fact that you are taking care of yourself. You're experiencing self-love, self-compassion, and understanding. That's half the battle. I also want to talk about stress management because Mm. one, it's a huge weight to run a business, especially for many creatives who are solopreneurs and feel like the weight is all on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. But two, we are very bad at managing stress. And Mm -hmm. obviously, our cycle affects our stress levels throughout the month and not dealing with that or supporting ourselves in the way that we need to. Mm -hmm. hinders our business, hinders our health, hinders our productivity, which Mm -hmm. this podcast is all about. Mm -hmm. And I love how everything that you've talked about has led into supporting yourself the way that you are actually feeling and not Mm -hmm. forcing yourself to feel or Mm -hmm. produce or show up in a way Mm -hmm. that is unnatural based on what is really happening in your body, not just what you want to be happening in your body. And... Mm -hmm. I think it's just so funny that we started this conversation with the difference between masculine and feminine energy and I'm all into it. But then Mm -hmm. my first reaction is, well, how? what do I do? Like, how do I plan this out and structure this and control this so that I'm able to do the right things at the right time? Mm. And so I just want to like recap what you just said. It's not the idea of this is another way to show up with masculine energy and control what's happening. Mm -hmm, Because you can totally do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very tempted to, honestly, as somebody who loves structure. (laughs) Yes. Same. But it's more of like an iterative process of just listening to what's happening and making gradually better decisions, Mm -hmm. gradually learning what's happening and Mm -hmm. gradually learning how you can alter the way you're spending your time in your business Mm -hmm. to support yourself better and ultimately to be more productive. Yes. 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 Um, I do. Here's a little tip for the piece of you that just really desires that structure and that plan, Mm -hmm. because there is nothing wrong with that. We love it. We love that about your personality, right? That's why people are listening to you. So here's a little bit for you. You're going to make a scale of one to five on this 
monthly planner that you're using to track your cycle. This is your scale of one to five. Five is I am so stressed out. I want to burn it to the ground. Mm -hmm. And one is I am walking on air. Okay. And you're going to come up with five forms of self-care that you could engage based on that. Because like I said earlier, the higher the stress level, the higher the self-care. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a level five self-care is I'm canceling everything tomorrow. Right. And I'm, I'm staying home. I'm, I'm like, we're engaging the full protocol. Right. Mm-hmm. But a level one self-care is maybe taking a shower before bed, doing some deep breathing, applying some yummy lotion, whatever, right? Minor stuff that you were going to, you were going to clean your body anyway, right? We're just going to do it lovingly. Mm -hmm. Intentionally. Yep. And all of these five things, those are things that you pick. I think we make self-care out to be this um, commodity in this thing that of like what I should do. And it's another form of secret productivity. Mm -hmm. So what are the five things for you? Choose those five things and you choose the scale of one to 10 every day or one to five every day. And then you choose to take care of yourself. This is going to build trust in yourself as well. We really don't trust ourselves and we need to build up that trust. So you're going to say, whatever my stress level is today, I'm going to do this thing for me in the evening to match it so that I can come down. I can regulate my body. I can come back to who I am and I can end the day at my best. And whatever that scale is, you whatever you land on, if you land on a four, you have to be willing to do the number four thing, right? Mm-hmm. So don't make these impossible things. Like a spa day is probably not the thing right? Because you can't just make that happen. What are five things you can do at home to take really good care of yourself? I think this message is really important. And so I just want to emphasize what you said about self-care being individualized. I was just thinking while you were talking last week, I went grocery shopping and I got a pumpkin spice latte on like the first day that they had pumpkin spice lattes. And I felt so good. But then immediately... I thought about somebody else in the productivity space who was saying like, going grocery shopping is not a vacation. Like you need to treat yourself better than that. And I think there's a lot of messages like that of people Mm. saying, you need to treat yourself better and this is what that looks like. But it felt really good to me. And so in that moment, I decided this is self-care for me and this feels good. So I'm going to run with it. There's not like a black and white way of good or bad. There's no rules. Yes, the high V right next to Sailor Space, you can get a cup holder for your cart. Yes. <laughs> and this is, that is totally one of my self-care. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to go grocery shopping alone. I'm going to have a delicious beverage while I do it. And I'm going to buy nourishing food for myself. Are you, how is that not self-care? Right. If it feels good to you. For some people, yes. that might not be self-care. And that's okay too. Exactly. Exactly. That's, and some Sometimes, and it's in different seasons too, right? Like in certain phases of my cycle, what would actually be self-care is ordering the groceries and having them delivered. Mm. Um, sometimes it's asking my husband to handle it. Sometimes it's choosing not to buy groceries and to clean out the pantry, Right. All of those are groceries. All of those are tasks that need to be completed. And all of those are, can be self-care. Mm-hmm. But it's matching the self-care to your actual needs. Mm-hmm. 
The other thing that you said that I want to go back and touch on Mm -hmm. just to emphasize it a little bit more too is that it's okay if you're at a level five to cancel your day. There are (sighs) days where extreme measures are warranted and I don't feel like most business owners give themselves the permission or feel like Mm -hmm. anybody else would give them the permission to do something Mm -hmm. like canceling an important client meeting Mm -hmm. or you know, mm-hmm. something on their calendar where they yep. feel like they're letting other people down because that is part of feminine energy, feeling like a relationship want to, yeah, and giving and yes. serving and sometimes people pleasing. That yes. might be feminine energy, but definitely right. something that we can fall into. Yeah. So I just want you to touch a little bit more on that. Yes. What does that look like? Have you done yeah. that? And how do oh, yeah. how do you do that well? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think I'm in a very privileged position to be working in something so spiritual and so energetic, Mm -hmm. because if my energy is not there, I cannot fake it. Mm -hmm. I cannot perform it. I can't push through. My clients will not have as good of of an experience. And so and they're paying for that experience. And so it's been really easy for me to go, you know what? I can't give you what I want to give you today, what you deserve today. So can we do it in two days? Can we can we reschedule it for next week? My clients are so gracious about that. It's one really beautiful piece of working with women is most women get it. Mm. Um, and so I'm in a very privileged position there. But I think the really hard thing is we have been taught that we have to show up. And especially as a solo entrepreneur, it's all on you, right? When you work corporate, somebody can catch you. Somebody right. can handle that. Somebody can fill in. When it's just you, you feel like like it has to be you. And there's something that feels so good about that. Like, I am the only one that can do this. That mm-hmm. feels so delicious. Our ego loves that. And we will feed that. I can't drop the ball. I can't. Like, it has to be me. Oh, our pride just eats that up. Right? And so we have to go, okay, will my pride love that I'm giving less than my best? Will my client love that I'm barely here? Will my client love that I'm running in late and I'm hectic and I'm frantic and I'm totally overwhelmed? Will that feel good? Mm -hmm. And will I get sick next week? Because here's another thing. In rebellion. Yes. If in your cycle, in your follicular and ovulatory phases, your immune system kicks up, it's almost impossible if you're healthy in general to get sick when you are follicular and ovulating. Why? Wow. Because if you're sick, you can't make a baby. Mm. Right? And then it drops during your luteal and menstrual phases. It lowers itself because we don't want to accidentally uh, kill off a baby because it's a foreign object in our body. So our Mm. our immune response drops significantly. So we're much more susceptible to being sick in those second two um, phases of our cycle. So you have to rest. You have to take extra good care of yourself in those phases where you will get sick. Hmm. I never knew that. That's yeah. fascinating. Mm-hmm. Your body's incredible. Yeah. And so smart. I think smarter than we give mm-hmm. it credit for. Totally. And there's so much we don't know about what's happening too. Yes. And even what we do know, it's yep. mind blowing. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I would love for you to be in a space where you don't have to cancel your day because you've prepared for this, Mm. right? So you might have to, the first few months that you are 
working on your cycle and living in your cycle. The first few months you might have to go, ooh, I overdid it. But as you grow into this and you lean into this, you're not going to have to because you've already planned for lighter days on those more stressful days, Mm. on those less tolerant days. I don't want you to have to cancel your day, right? Because that does feel flaky. We don't want to cancel your day. Right. And if you can maintain caring for yourself as needed, if we match that stress level with our self-care throughout the month, you are much more likely to be able to tolerate a stressful day. So hopefully you don't have to get to a level five. Mm -hmm. How long would you say it takes to get to the place where it feels like your schedule is aligned Mm. to your energy levels throughout the month? Is this like a one-year journey? Is this a six-month journey? I know it's different for everybody, but if you're giving somebody like, try it for at least this long before you give up. Yes. So I try, I encourage six months. And I know that can sound a little discouraging because you want to be able to do this tomorrow. Right. But so this is where now I'm pitching menstrual mystics. Go for it. We do, we do a six months month program called menstrual mystics here at sailor space and it's virtual. And we take one month uh, to focus on one area of life in alignment with your cycle. So we take the whole month to understand nutrition for your cycle and we Mm. practice it. We take an entire month to learn stress management for your cycle and we practice it take a whole month for sex in your cycle. We take a whole month for work in your cycle. We take a whole month for physical health in your cycle and hormones in your cycle. We do six separate months, six separate focuses where you really get to target this area and build off of that. So it has the snowball effect of now I, at the end of six months, six areas of my life, I'm able to focus on naturally focus on and lean into my cycle and care for myself in these ways. And now it's pretty easy. And when does menstrual mystics kick off? So (laughs) that is a great question. Um, We're really hoping for, we is just me. I don't know why I'm saying we about this. (laughs) I do have a lot of people helping me get this program ready. So maybe that's why we're really hoping for October. Okay. This will be an always open program because we've set it up differently this time than the last round. So you'll always be able Mm -hmm. to hop in on this whenever you're ready um, and you'll be able to take it at your own pace. So it is a six month program, but if you need two or three months to get your hormones sorted out, if you're fine, you know, if that's a hiccup for you, you can take those extra months. If nutrition is really hard for you, maybe you're a really picky eater and you really got to ease into this, that's fine. Take all the time you need to get your nutrition down before you move on to something else and overwhelm yourself. And so it's going to be a really slow, gentle process, which is a very feminine way Mm -hmm. to move through this. So people can join month by month throughout the year then Mm -hmm. when they're ready. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you take it at your own pace. You watch the videos on your own time. We do have one monthly call where we focus on the spiritual elements of this. We It's very listening-based. We talk, we share, um, and we incorporate some spiritual practices to engage your body in a new way, to listen to your body, to heal those mother wounds and the, the generational trauma, those sorts of things that are wrapped up in our body. I love all of this. Yeah. 
we'll link all the things in the show notes. Yeah. And this is virtual. So anyone can join yes. virtually, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just in Sioux Falls again this spring and yeah. had the opportunity to be at Sailor Space and just walked in. And it is a very special space and honestly mm-hmm. gave me a lot of FOMO. Because I'm like, I can't work with Jada because I'm so far away. So you it's totally awesome that can it's work with me. You totally can work with me. I do see people virtually. I have several clients out of state. Um, So we can hang out anytime you want. Nice. Uh, I didn't realize you were seeing people virtually. Yes, I am. I mean, you don't get quite the same effect. I do know that this place holds some sacred energy. Mm -hmm. um, And it's a really healing environment. But we, all of us here, all of the providers here, try to, as much as we can, make that available not so locally as well. Yeah. So Soul Loom is another program that I do. That's going to be adding a virtual option this fall as well. Um, I see individual clients virtually. We're doing our best to, to like spread out mm-hmm. a little bit and be available to other people. Um, the rural community is really important to me. I grew up in a town of 400 people and I graduated with 17 other kids and I know how hard it is to live Mm -hmm. in that life. And so how hard it is to feel separate from a lot of things that are offered and a lot of healing that's available. And so um, everything we can do to serve the rural community is really important too. Sela, like you said, means Mm -hmm. taking time, like taking a Mm -hmm. breath and noticing what's happening. And I love what you said about your physical location being a sacred space because that is definitely the feeling that I got when I walked in. Mm -hmm. Granted, I was speaking to a group of women entrepreneurs and there was like music on and they were starting their morning with a reflection activity. So there was a specific type of energy that was happening. Yes. But this month on the podcast, this is going to air at the end of the month, but a lot of the episodes previous to this are talking about your environment and how it affects Mm -hmm. your productivity. And I just wanted to give you space to talk a little bit about what the physical location has meant for your business. Like you said, it does provide space for healing. And I think that applies to a lot of different areas, whether it's space to move your body or space to be productive or space to focus. (laughs) Our environment has such a huge effect on how we operate and our ability to lean into that feminine energy too. Like whatever Mm. we're trying to do, our environment will have some effect. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of space to talk about your physical space. Yes. So the feminine is very um, attracted to the aesthetic and the beautiful and the nurturing and comforting of environments. And so we get a lot of flack as women for caring about throw pillows and spending, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred dollars on new throw pillows every season and like, you know, all mm-hmm. of that. But it has a really profound impact on our body's ability to rest and relax, um, to feel safe. Everything I do is about safety. We I can't believe we didn't talk more about that. But um, so creating sailor space was so important to me to have it be this beautiful space. Um, and I'm so grateful to my interior designer for making that happen. But it, having it be a really beautiful space where it's like fun to come in here and you want to take a picture to put on your Instagram stories because look how cute it is. And mm-hmm. a lot of my clients will wear this color um, when they That's come so in because they they love to feel like they're a of that it's been so healing for me to just embrace that like this is something about me that I love is that I love to make space beautiful I love that my cups are in alignment 
with the space, right? I love that everything feels right and that the blankets Mm. are super luxurious and all of that really lends itself to healing. And it also lends itself to my ability to do my best when I perform, Mm. when I'm seeing clients or when I'm working, um, you know, to write an Instagram post comes very naturally to me, but I think a lot of that has to do with I'm so wrapped up. I'm so enveloped and nurtured by this space that I can click into Sailor space so well mm-hmm. and talk about it so quickly because I'm in this vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that in the work from anywhere generation, I don't yes. know how to call it time in yes. history that we're in. we automatically think like, oh, I have my laptop. I can get work done from anywhere. Like it's just an automatic. But Mm -hmm. like you said, I think it's just such an important thing to touch on because your space allows you to do your work in a way that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Mm -hmm. Like, could you still be amazing at what you do? Absolutely. But your space only enhances that and makes it easier. Like productivity made easier, which is what the podcast is all about. So just something I wanted to touch on for entrepreneurs Uh who are just expecting themselves to show up as their best. Yeah. In an environment that's not facilitating the work that they do. It makes it harder. It does. It really does. It's not impossible, but this helps. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So um, we're already past time and I have so many more questions that I could ask you. (laughs) But for people who want to get in touch with you and learn more about Menstrual Mystics and working with you after the show, where's the best place to find you? Oh, come talk to me on Instagram. I have Facebook. I won't remember to check it. So don't don't go find me there. Find me on Instagram or find me on my website. You can always shoot me an email. I'll get to my email and my DMs faster than anything else. So hop on there. Go check out the all the reels and photos of Sailor Space. You'll be inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Well thank you so much for being here today. Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate and review it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. And don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode. Because good ideas don't grow businesses. Action does. And if you want more Business Minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadeboyd.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast. The number of women burning out is at an all-time high right now, and I'm on a mission to change that. If you're a service provider who's feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, don't let another year go by staying stuck. The Business Edit is a 12-month group coaching program that helps you declutter your business from top to bottom so that you can have shorter to-do lists, a clear strategy to scale, and know exactly what to focus on each week to drive results in your business. You'll end the year with the business that you've been dreaming of building, one that gives you your life back and pays you more than you've ever made before. In the program, you'll follow my signature five-step method for scaling your service-based business. You'll get business minimalist strategy, marketing, systems, and productivity roadmaps that are simple to understand and easy to implement, plus 12 months of customized one-on-one coaching to help you every step of the way. Join me inside the business edit at www.jadeboyd.co backslash coaching and get my step-by-step blueprint with everything you need to build your dream business in 2024.
Now back to the show. <laughs> 